Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey everyone, today's Tuesday, June the 30th. I'm Bruce Turner in Lynchburg, Virginia. I'm Jeff Dias in Olympic, California. And I'm Glenn Jones in Kansas City. Hey everybody, I'm Duke Carrico, and I'm from Kingsport, Tennessee, Bruce. Hey, listen guys, tonight, seriously, Microsoft's going to adopt Google products? Also, Google's accused of manipulating search results. Ah, results. Do you care? And T-Mobile will let you upgrade up to three times in one year, but what's the catch? Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 103 of Tech and Coffee's Android Journal. Hello, everybody. Hello. How's everybody getting along, man? I have an itchy face. Yeah. I he lost his cat. It, it goes away in about a month. It'll be fine. I don't know. What are you doing growing that thing anyway, Jeff? You know, Leanna was in New York for a week, and I decided to surprise her with this. So, um... She wanted to know if I took any showers while she was gone. Okay. So so does uh does uh Leanna like you with a beard? Um I think I'm gonna do the thing, the goatee thing. Okay. Once it comes in a little bit more. We'll see what that looks like. Yeah, not, I, I'll just tell you, you know, uh, I, listen, I had my mustache when I met my wife, of course, when I met my wife, I also had a head full of hair and six pack abs. But anyway, uh, I had my mustache, and you know we'd been married for years and years, and and one morning I was shaving, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to shave this thing off. Well, I shaved it off and went upstairs, and she said, "What have you done? Grow it back immediately." So I, the mustache must make me just a tad bit less ugly. Is all I can figure. It just breaks up your face, just a little. All right, it so, breaks uh, up the ugly from it. <laughs> Hmm. So, guys, uh, before I get into tonight's show, tell me, uh, you know, it's 4th of July week. Anybody got big plans? No? My big plans are, are drugging the dog. Our dogs flip out when you hear fireworks, so I have to do Oh, okay. So you may want to elaborate on that one, but okay, yeah. I got you now. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I, I did. I've, I've got a, I've got several things coming up this month at work. So uh, I did work. I worked Monday, and and I worked just a little bit today, but I'm off the rest of the week. And I'm actually going to be cutting some trees, Jeff. I'm going to have a chainsaw in my hand. Unfortunately, none of my chainsaws run on Android, so it's really going to be manual labor. Hey, you know, you talk about dogs and and freaking out with the fireworks. There's a new show. I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's a brand new show um, on one of the networks about that tells the stories about war dogs. You know, dogs that were used in in war, 
and their owners and some of them, how they've been reunited and stuff like that. Boy, there was a really touching story about one of these war dogs, and there was a bunch of fireworks in the neighborhood, and the dog was just in his cage just cowering down and shaking. And the guy who worked with him, you know, when he was a war dog, climbed in the cage with him, laid down there with him until the dog settled down. I thought, man, that's real love right there. You got that right. You got that right. All right, everybody, really, really quick. Hey, man, uh, we're monitoring Twitter, so if you use the hash, Tekken Coffee, we'll read your question or comment on the air. So with that said, guys, let's start tonight's show off with a rumor. And I want to tell you something. When I read this rumor, uh, I kind of chuckled. I really believe this is just that, a rumor that won't be coming true. But supposedly, and I want to stress supposedly, uh, Microsoft is going to dump their Windows mobile platform and adopt Android. (coughs) Excuse me. The rumor states that Redmond will offer Google Play-powered devices, and they're going to be bolstered by using Microsoft apps. And in return for that, Microsoft will receive from Google versions of Google Maps, YouTube, and Search, all designed for Windows and Windows Phone. So, Bruce, I'm going to give you first crack at this one. What do you think, buddy? You know, I, 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 don't, <clears throat> I don't buy the rumor. Um, you know, when you think about what Microsoft is doing with Windows 10 coming out, it's getting rave reviews. I just installed it. On an old Toshiba satellite laptop, it runs perfectly, runs great. Mm-hmm. The, the great reviews at the Microsoft Surface uh, tablets, the new Surface 3, a little less expensive is coming up. They want that whole stable, including the mobile device that's running on that operating system. And if they, if, I, I think it's too soon for them to give up on that because, yeah, and I realize there are not a lot of developers that are developing for Windows Phone, and I understand that's a problem. But I think they've got a, a really good idea for having that that type of platform on the desktop, on the tablet, and on a phone. So I, I don't I don't give much credence to it. Uh, Glenn, I don't think it would hurt them to augment it a little bit. Um, I I definitely agree that uh, Windows 10 is great. I'm running it on this laptop. Uh, I've installed it on an old computer um, and my desktop back at home now, and uh, I think that. Windows has tried for the longest time to get their market share up, and they just keep almost getting there and falling back again. So this gives them a little bit better of a, a boost because now they're going to have, you know, uh, some of the stuff that a lot of people use on Android that they weren't able to really use before. Now they're going to have the Google branded and the Google um, supported. I don't see. I don't think they're going to get rid of the Windows OS altogether, um, which is what one article that I read was saying. But they um, they definitely need the help to boost their their uh, market share. I I do agree with you, Glenn. You know, uh, I, the I, the last count I remember, you know, about four percent of the smartphones out there, the new smartphones, were running. You know, uh, uh, Microsoft's Windows Mobile platform mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm, I'm sure they'd like to sell more. You know, Google's got like 84% of the worldwide market, and I'm sure they'd like to sell more too. So, uh, Jeff, you got any thoughts on this, brother? I, you know, I, I like what Glenn said, and, uh, and I think there will be uh, some kind of wrapper that allows you to run Android apps on a Windows phone, you know, something like that, an emulator of, of sorts that kind of gives them the best of both worlds where they can use some apps and have some uh, availability to uh, stuff. And then uh, I don't really – I can see them maybe doing the Google Maps, but other than that, I don't see them, you know – doing anything else in terms of you know, pro pro for the two things so uh, I think that makes sense for them to do that like you said you know there's nothing um, there's no harm in doing it right there's absolutely no harm yeah I, I just I don't see it happening I really don't and and I agree with you Bruce I think the the timing is all wrong for this rumor. You know, I just I, with uh, with all that Microsoft's got going on and fixing to happen, I I just don't I just don't see this happening anytime soon. Well, and then there's that, that story that came out back uh, you know in the end of April about uh, Microsoft uh, saying the developers can port iOS and Android apps, you know, to that uh, mobile platform. You know, so why would they? You know, they're not going to abandon that too. I mean, if they can get some, you know, however they can get the apps on that. On that on that phone is is going to be good for them, and really, it's not a bad UI as far as how it works. My my daughter's uh, got a Windows phone, and it's an older Windows phone, and you know I've messed around with it. It's not a bad UI. I, I've said many times I do like the UI. It's just uh, I'm so uh, I'm so heavily invested at this point in Google services that it's right. it's hard for me to be pleased with any other platform. That's my problem. It's not that that iOS or Windows Phone is a bad platform. It's just Google has been my platform of choice. All right, man. Hey, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, uh, there's a report out there from Yelp that Google is manipulating search results. Uh, you know, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Uh, Google is very powerful when it comes to search most of the world now uses Google as search, no matter what platform you're searching, you know, off of. Uh, I'm kind of pleased with the results that I get on Google. So, Glenn, what do you think, man? Uh, there's always going to be a rumor that somebody's manipulating the system. Um, it, Of course, you know, they are the ones running the system, um, and it, the system is based off of what people think as well. Um, I think it would be more of the people are putting in the answers and the person who's trying to go, hey, they're manipulating the system, is looking for the different answer than what everybody else is putting in. Um, I don't see it as being Google going, oh, well, we're just going to you know, mess with this company this month. I don't, I don't see that happening, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Somebody else jump in here. What's the problem here, Jeff? I got my I got my little hand here. Uh, makes it a lot easier. Uh, I I don't I agree, but and I disagree. I think uh, you know there's obviously paid ranking, right? Suggested sites suggest uh, you you pay for that for companies pay for that. Mm -hmm. um, that's a revenue source for them. 
Um, also, local search is what it's supposed to do, right? It's supposed to do the local search first for your for the rendering. So, um, uh, you know, that is, is going to happen. Google is in the is in the, the business of making money, um, and you know, Yelp itself has <coughs> had some issues about you know paid. Uh, yep. Rankings and, and and stuff as well. So right. um, you know maybe they're trying to snipe a little bit, but you know who would I trust more? I, I hate to say this. Why would I trust? Would I trust Google more or trust Yelp more? Uh, you know I'm gonna be siding with Google. I don't know why. So I yes, I'm sure some search results get higher ranked based on the you know paid and sponsored sites. Uh, and local search does some things that are probably. Um, you know, more tuned into you because Google knows more about you. Yep. Yeah. I, I yeah, you, you look at a, a you look at a sentence in this thing, and and I'm reading, and I'm going to comment. It said Google's practices harm the consumer instead consumer instead of offering them the best results possible. I have never been harmed. I have always been helped by the search results on Google, especially you know this last weekend. I'm in a brand new city. I'm in Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm in Carmel, Indiana. I'm looking for stuff, you know, I'm, I want to find the Chipotle's and everything. I've never been harmed at all, and I, I agree with Jeff. If he hadn't brought it up, I'd have brought it up, the fact that Yelp's had its own problems with uh, tainted uh, results. So so, so I'm going to go down the line here uh, and, and elaborate this. Bruce, how much do you trust Google? For, for what I use Google, I trust them. Um, I trust them like 90, 90%. 95%. You know, the only problem I had in Indianapolis is this city, if you live there, you know, God bless you, but they're building all these turnabouts, you know, and they are the most confusing things in all the world. Uh, roundabouts, whatever they call them, all this stuff. Right, and, yeah. uh, and, and, and because there was a lot of construction, you know, Google, uh, you know, using Google Maps, it, it wanted to put me on the, the main entrance to this venue that I was going to. And instead, I had to figure out how to get because I knew there was a parallel road on the other side of the main venue that would let me come in from the back. But but other than that, you know, I I, I trust it. One of my team members today, in fact, let me just uh, quick look at this and, and go back in Microsoft Link. One of my team members asked me a question. Uh, the question was, um, is if you didn't have um, if you didn't have uh, if you didn't buy dental, so here's the question. Does someone have to enroll with the dental uh, insurance in order to avoid the tax penalties in the Affordable Care Act? So you know what I did? I copied his post in Microsoft Link, put it in my URL. Immediately, the top choice was a great article that explained the whole deal about answering that question. And, I, and then my response was, Google is your friend. Don't ask me a question. I, I know I'm your manager. I, I love to help you. But before you ask me, paste it in, the, in your browser. There you See go. what Google can Ask tell Google. Hey, Glenn, how much yep. do you trust Google? Well, um, quite <laughs> a bit. Um, I mean, I only kind of install the fiber stuff. Uh, now, I, I use Google. Um, Let's see. Uh, I have my Samsung phone. I have which is Google, or Android. Uh, I have my tablet, which is Android. I have my HP Touchpad, which is Android. If I could run Chrome OS on this laptop and it run fl pretty good, pretty good, not flawless, but pretty good, 
I'd be all over it, and I use Gmail, Docs, uh, just the whole nine yards. So I guess you could kind of say I'm I'm in bed with Google pretty deep, um, and sometimes that does scare me, but they haven't proved me wrong yet. So, so uh, Jeff, same question. Yeah, it's easy. I trust them probably like in the upper 90s, 98%, you know, and again, I'm with you guys. I have Google Drive. I have my music up there. I have my docs up there. If I want to save something, I save it in my contacts. I have some. So all my contact information is up there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, in terms of and in terms of results, you know, you get, uh, you know, when I do a search, I within that first page, there is something that solves my my question. Right. Mm-hmm. Or better yet, there is a. DIY video showing me how to do it, you know, yeah. on YouTube. So uh, it's just pretty amazing. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm heavily invested, and I do trust them. I, the only thing that does scare me is that, you know, um, if they ever, ever got hacked, you know, uh, what do what does that mean? You know, and I would I would think that they have the, the brightest, mind, brightest and smartest minds up there to stop that from happening. So. Yeah. That will never happen. Well, never say never. But well, yeah, let's I not mean, forget that uh, we have a tech and coffee regular who does do network security for Google. So, uh, in uh, in think our in good hands. Yeah. Uh, really, you know, uh, when I asked this, I was talking about how do you trust Google. I, I was really referring to for search results. But but as you guys have pointed out, we trust them. Uh, I, I, I'm not a big Google Wallet user. I have used Google Wallet just to experience it. But mm-hmm. but I haven't I haven't been a good a big Google wallet. But you know I've got goodness gracious Google's got all of my images for the last several years. They've got uh, uh, by the way I'm loving the new music radio service, the free service yes. that Google is offering. I've been wearing it out in the last week. What a great service! Yeah, I, I pretty much trust Google. I really do. And and who else has all these free services that you can use? You know, all in I one mean, spot. All in one spot. I mean, Apple doesn't. You got to pay for you know their services. And you know, and, you know um, we're we're all. I mean, I, I think we've all got other social media. I know Bruce does Twitter and Facebook. Jeff, you've got a Facebook group there in Napa that's pretty active. Glenn, I've seen you on Facebook some, but you know, uh, hey, Google Plus is I know that's our preferred social network for all of us. No advertising whatsoever, and it's a great social network. I can't convince my Facebook friends that it is, but it, it's just it's a solid. Uh, it's just how it works for me. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, mm-hmm. let's move on. Hey, man, uh, T-Mobile has announced their new jump. Well, I said oh. jump, jump, Bruce, go ahead, Bruce, jump. You're supposed to have that up in queue, you know. Come on, I, I was tempted. I was tempted. <laughs> hey, man, it's got this on-demand program. It will let you upgrade your phone up to three times per year. And guys, when I say upgrade your phone, out of the gate, this thing went live June the twenty-eighth. Okay, two days ago, right out of the gate. They'll let you upgrade iPhone 6s, Samsung Galaxy S6s, LG G4, and Samsung Galaxy Note 4. 
Uh, what's the hitch here? Well, you're going to pay an extra premium each month. I think it's $10. You guys correct me if that's wrong. I'm going by memory here. But uh, yeah, that's right. listen, for people who love to have the latest and the greatest, this might not be a bad deal. It's not a deal for me. Certainly not a, the deal that's going to motivate me to switch to T-Mobile. But for a lot of people... This might be a great alternative. What a great plan. And, uh, Glenn, jump in here, man. What do you think? So I'm reading the article real quick. It says uh, instead of the $10 premium each month, you'll have the ability to upgrade early. If you sign up for this plan, you'll just pay the monthly cost of your device, which, if I remember correctly, on average is usually close to, I have to say, about 30 bucks for some of these devices. Um looking at the uh, T-Mobile website earlier today. Um, but you don't pay any upgrade fee, no taxes. Uh, you just basically walk in there, say, hey, I want this. You walk out, and they tack on the, like, 20 30 bucks onto your bill. Isn't so, and then at the end of like it. like what most people are doing. And, and then at the end of it, you, you're expected to turn the phone back in, Yep. Each each time you upgrade, so you're not going to be able to hold on to an old device. No rooting. Yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, what What do you think here, guys? Is this is this a game changer? Do we do you expect Verizon and AT and T to follow suit here with some sort of a plan like this? Nope. No. No way. They are nope. actually already hurting a little bit. Um, I did watch a video, and he said that they are starting to notice a tick up in the people coming from other carriers. But at the same time, um, I think there's a little bit more that they can go before they really make the big difference. Um, 30 bucks a month is quite a bit for adding to your bill, especially per device. So that's going to be kind of interesting to see how people take that. So say say recently I, I made the mistake of cracking my phone. You know, my no, I got a new I got a new glass put in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so does your phone have to be in good working order to upgrade? Yeah, so the, the, the article the article expects the phone to be in decent shape. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's kind of like. Uh, um, you know, I don't need the latest and greatest phone every three months because you're, or or every four four months, I guess, once a quarter or whatever it is. Um, you know, I by the time I like my phone and I keep it for like four years, about you know, so um, that's that's me as long as I don't break it. Um, so I don't see any other. I don't see anyone else doing it. Tell you the truth, I think it's I think it's still like a gimmick thing. You know, I, I'll still yet maintain that uh, buy, if you can afford to buy your phones outright, you're going to be so much better than falling into these plans like this. And yeah. uh, I, I'll just give you this example really quick. Right now, you can buy an LG G4 on eBay unlocked for four ninety nine. Okay, Google Play Store's got it at like $650. Uh, yeah. This is, the hey, no, no contract. The phone's unlocked. It's real. It's on eBay. They're selling all kinds of them. It's uh, it's been on a lot of the tech sites today. Okay, 
And, uh, you know, listen, I'm not saying that you want to do that three times a year or spend $500 on a phone. But the point that I'm trying to make is, is if you can buy your phones out of contract, unlocked, uh, you're not a slave to any carrier for any period of time. Yeah. I think what this story does is it underscores the branding that T-Mobile's been going after, and that is that we are the out-of-the-box uncarrier. And so uh, people are just going to see this as another evidence that, yeah, they really are the uncarrier. They they do think outside the box and everything. I don't think anybody's going to be attracted to this particular offering, but it does underscore the general thinking that they're trying to put forth for themselves. Yeah, but, you know, it's like politics. All politics are local. All, you know, all networks are local. What is the best coverage in your area, right? And that's pretty much going to dictate your carrier, you know. Well, I think you said it. It's more of a niche product. It's it's going to get to a few people like somebody like myself who usually does upgrade. But it's not going to be a thing that everybody jumps to. And their network is... A lot, a lot smaller compared to some. Yeah, and, and that that's a factor, and and you both make that point. I agree. All right, all right guys. Hey, I'm, I'm going to do an iOS article, but only Ooh. because we're talking about Google Hangouts. The, the uh, new version 4.0 has come to uh, the iOS platform. And uh, it's kind of got a new design, a new update. If you'll notice down on the bottom, uh, you've got the little icons for emoticons, uh, using the camera or grabbing a picture, or including your location. And this should be the interface coming to Android. Now I'm going to ask it this way. Hey, Jeff, I'll start with you. What is your preferred messaging program? My preferred messaging program. Do you use uh, Hangouts now for your messages? No, I do not. I do not. I just use whatever is with my whatever the app is in my phone. That and I don't. You know, I don't do a lot of texting. You know, I'm not a big text guy. I have never been. I'm not a big tweet guy. I don't tweet. So my, I have fat fingers. So, so if I um, was to send you naked photos really of myself, would you use would you would you use maybe say WhatsApp? No, you know I put it on Facebook definitely. <laughs> Fair enough, hey Bruce. Uh, but you know, get, getting back, but getting back now is is it is this the is this the um, the version that will be given to Android next? Uh, speculation is is the interface that we're looking at right here for iOS will be the same interface on Android. But isn't that interesting? It's on iOS first. <coughs> Say that again. That they re- released it for iOS prior to the releasing on Android. Uh, I don't think that it's necessarily unusual. I think that, listen, sometimes it falls to iOS first. Sometimes it falls to Android. This is not the first time that that it's happened. All right. I'll I'll be quiet. I just find it interesting that you... you... Okay. All right. Hey, Hey, Bruce, what is your preferred messaging app? 
It's Hangouts, hands down. It's one of the first things I do when I restore my phone or get a new phone. I make Hangouts the, my default for all SMS and MMS messaging. Have, Puts every, everything in one place. Have you used Google Messenger? No. What about you, Glenn? I'm a messenger fiend right now. It, it just, for me, SMS, it works. Um, I don't know. I, I like Hangouts. We use it at work as well. But I think I can, it just seems like I can keep Messenger a lot cleaner. Um, speaking of, I need to go cleaning some stuff off of here, but still. Uh, I just like the, the interface of Messenger a little bit better. It just seems to be cleaner to me. Just the way that Glenn said that, Bruce, I think he meant that he had some naked photos of Jeff. I'm not real sure. It must be. You know, I, I like Hangouts. I can punch the button, and I can punch the call button, and and I can call them from my – I can SMS or call them from my Google Voice number, from my mobile phone's number. I can text from either one of those two, uh, which is kind of interesting because people say, you know, I didn't answer your call because I didn't recognize the number, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I just chose to dial them from my Google Voice number. But um, – you know, I it just works. Uh, it just works really well for me. But I might give Messenger a try. It, listen, I've I've tried Messenger, and I was I was back to Hangouts in under a day. And uh, I too prefer Hangouts. I found Hangouts works for me. The only the only gripe that I have about Hangouts and Google, I hope that you're listening, is uh, we have a tech and coffee. I'm going to call it a permanent URL to a Google Plus Hangout. But the thing starts over every day. So about once a week, I have to go in and clean out my old Hangouts where everybody's joined that one, and it's it's no longer valid. And there, there's got to be a way around that, and I'm sure I'm not the only one with that problem. All right, man. Let's move on here. Uh, let's see. Jod Remix Mini Android PCs coming to Kickstarter this July, guys. This thing, I want to tell you why this uh, this really caught my attention. Uh, the Remix has done a tablet in the past, but they're doing this this uh, Android powered Mini PC. Think Chromebox running Android, guys. And uh, $20 will get you in on this Kickstarter. And should this thing be a go, you're going to be able to buy this device for 30 whole dollars. Okay. 1.5 gigahertz quad core CPU. It's uh, going to have 8 gigs, gigs of storage built in, 1 gig of RAM, Wi-Fi, Ethernet, Bluetooth 4.0. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Android, uh, I'm sorry, HDMI 1.4. Uh, guys, who would waste $30 on this? Glenn? Uh, let's see. We have the Udo. Yes, I have that. We have the Raspberry Pi and the Raspberry Pi 2. Yes, I have those. Yeah, I'm pretty much a Kickstarter fan when it comes to these little projects. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably get one. 
I, I've got to admit, man, this really caught my attention. I think this could be a really fun little device to play with. I would compare it to the Raspberry Pi. However, mm-hmm. I think just the fact that it's running Android, it's almost more complete for the money. What do you think, Jeff? Well, yeah, it would be at that point. But, um, again, you know, what am I, I going to replace it? What am I going to use? I'm going to put it out as, you know, I would put Cody on it and hook it up to my <coughs> TV. And, you know, basically that's what I would use it for. Because I'm not going to use it as a mini PC for anything else. I have a Chromebook, you know. I, you know, I'm not going to use it to browse. I would use it for something like you would probably use the Raspberry Pi for, except that this would have more horsepower and hopefully, you know, um, you could do additional things. But, um, yeah, probably not. I hate to say it. See, looks pretty cool. But as a probably single not. purpose device, and, and Jeff, in all fairness, when I read this article, this is what I'm thinking. You know, this might be an easy way for one to make an entertainment PC. Okay, oh, yeah. by installing uh, Cody. <coughs> Excuse me. For those of us running Plex servers, you could run Plex on it. Mm-hmm. Dedicate it solely to your PC, uh, or I'm sorry, to your TV. Uh, you know, that caught my attention. Bruce, yeah. jump in here, man. What do you think of this? All right, I'm going to show everybody who's watching. There's one thing I don't like. I, the reason I'm not interested in this is it looks too much like a fleet's suppository to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not taking that. <laughs> well, you're supposed to like zip tie it to the back of a monitor or set it under a car seat and use it as a car computer, not to sit in your chair and then you sit on it. That's that's <laughs> not the original use, I don't think. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> All right, it doesn't man. look like one though. But you know, I mean, I, I think you that it's it's a it's something like the Nexus Q or whatever it was called. You know, it's going mm-hmm. to be you know something with decent specs, and you can turn it into something else. Right? So <laughs> I, I, I think pretty much have this with the U do. But go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that I, I think that for the thirty dollar price point, that uh, yeah. I, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, hey guys, we rave we rave on this show all the time about Chromebooks and how awesome they are for the price point. Uh, mm-hmm. th- this thing right here is considerably less than a Chromebook, even even adding a keyboard and a monitor to it. Okay, you mm-hmm. can be well under the price of a two hundred dollar Chromebook. So uh, uh, I, I think that's just what really caught my attention. You got Android operating system. Uh, you get all the Android ecosystem with the Play Store. So I, I just thought that could be a pretty powerful device for the money. Yep. All right. Hey, gang, who are we? We are Tech and Coffee, and if I can do this without coughing, it'll be amazing. <coughs> Excuse me. Hey, you can find us on yep. Twitter and Facebook at Tech and Coffee One. Our YouTube channels, Tech and Coffee. Our favorite social network is Google Plus. Search Google Plus for Tech and Coffee. Look for that T and C Coffee Cup logo. Catch this podcast and others on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and Player FM. Hey, tweet us with your questions and comments.
at hashtag and coffee. Questions, comments, and snide remarks, AJ at techandcoffee.info. Hey, guys, let's talk apps this evening. Bruce, what do you got for us, man? You're muted, bud. <coughs> You're still muted, Bruce. Yeah, I know. And when you and when you when you got the share thing up, you can't unmute. You got to take the share thing back down before you can unmute. So that's that's not uh, that's not too cool. So anyway, all of us are fans of the Twit Network, and there's a lot of Twit apps out there. And I've tried several of them, and the one that I'm kind of working off of right now is one called Absolute Twit. Um, it's got some interesting features that I'll, that I'll, that I'll share with you. Uh, of course, you can live stream uh, what's going on live. Uh, you can stream uh, shows that have already you know, been recorded um, and so forth. And, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen that's, that uh, actually has the app running. And um, what you're going to look here is um, I've got my phone uh, sitting uh, horizontal. So this is kind of what it would look like if it was a tablet, too. So this is what Absolute Twit looks like. And one of the things you'll notice there is that the episodes have a, a number on the right-hand side. That's the number of episodes that are there. So if I go to, uh, if I go to Floss, Floss Weekly, um, then I can see, you know, uh, th- this is one of the particular episodes, and it's, it's waiting to, uh, to load. But I have an opportunity, uh, you know, depending on what your, your bandwidth is. I'm on the AT&T uh, plan that I've got uh, rollover. And so I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and uh, go back. Hold on. Let me go back. So I can, uh, uh, you know, I can download these things or I can stream them. And that's another thing. So if you tap over those little three uh, buttons over there to the right, you have an opportunity to, to download. Um, a particular episode and choose which one you want to watch. Uh, the, the issue with some of these Twit apps, sometimes I have I have problems with some of them uh, connecting, and uh, and I and I always kept two Twit apps on my phone because if one of them didn't connect, the other one would. I've I've had pretty good um, uh, results with this uh, particular Twit app. So um, you know you can go to the to the live uh, section and watch whatever's going on live on Twit right now. But it works works really good. Uh, you have a choice between uh, HD quality or uh, or um, or standard definition, and so it uh, it just it just works it works really good. So if you like Twit like I like Twit, you might want to check out the Absolute Twit app. All right, very very good, Bruce. Thank you very much. You know what? I've used. Uh, many different twit apps i've used uh, of course uh, a lot of rss feeds to get to it i don't believe i've tried that one and uh look very interesting thank you very much hey glenn what do you got man well uh this is a little tool that i've used for quite a few years now um and uh at work uh when i got here they were like hey you need to load this i was like oh trust me i already know how to use this uh, so let me go ahead and bring up my screen share of it here real quick. So this is from my phone live as we as we are right now. And this is Wi-Fi Analyzer. Um, we may have done this on the show before, but I can never um, emphasize enough that 
finding yourself a nice open area, uh, where especially if you're in an apartment area like I am, uh, you can see how congested it is. And there's stuff like if I move around the room, stuff starts to pop up. I'm not going to tell you which one's mine because I'm pretty sure it, it shows you know, the strongest signal for the most part. But uh, So you, you have 2.4 gigahertz here, and you can swipe, and you can see different signal levels. Uh, in fact, there's one that uh, apparently they are not broadcasting. They have a little uh, question mark there. But we have uh, the 2.4 gigahertz range and the 5 gigahertz range, and you can scroll and see who's where on those ranges. Um, but it's a real handy uh, device, especially if you're if you're having issues with uh, connectivity uh, in your home, being an apartment or a house, you know, where you're real close to your neighbors. You go ahead and try and find a big open spot. Uh, and uh, get yourself into a nice area where you're not going to be yelling across other people's networks. Um, that being said, though, I have seen where the big open spot is not the best place to be just because it's some sort of radio interference. But it's a cool app. It's free. That's the best part about it. As you can see, the little uh, ad going along the bottom there, uh, it is ad-supported. But honestly, we pull this out at almost every single job so we can try and figure out where is going to be the best place for our customers to have uh, their coverage. And uh, it's it's been great for the for the many years that I've used it. So that's, uh, that's mine uh, for this week, Wi-Fi Analyzer. Yep. Thank you, Glenn. I use that myself. It's a great app. Great, great app. Okay, Jeff, you got anything tonight, man? I, I actually don't have an app, but I did buy a really nice... Uh, hard case for my phone because after you crack your phone you decide to buy a case for it so um you know, it's kind of like <laughs> here's this phone this case is worth a hundred bucks uh no uh it's, it's a sub a sub case it fits really well it's nice and grippy um it's only 10 bucks and on amazon and uh, it just uh it just feels really solid and and i you know it doesn't add a lot of bulk because i like my lg phone um the way it looks and it adds absolutely no bulk to it so it looks good but yeah no app for me i'm uh, i'm a bad bad boy all right hey guys i don't have an app tonight either but i want to tell you about something i've been using a whole lot of in the last couple of weeks and uh, you know chromecast uh little device you plug into the side of your tv's hdmi port and uh pretty easy to forget about it but i've taken my i3 chromebook and uh you know last week we talked about me cutting the cable cord and by the way the cable boxes go back tomorrow but i've unhooked the cable box on my tv uh told you about one of my google tvs blowing up on me i've been living just with the chromecast and a chromebook and I've been live streaming TV from my Chromebook to the Chromecast, Netflix, Amazon, uh, maybe a couple of illegal services. You never know. But, uh, man, the Chromecast just works. It's simple. It's easy. Uh, my Chromebook has kind of become a remote control of sorts and maybe not very handy. On the other hand... Uh, I'm not losing it in the cushions of the couch. So uh, 
Yeah, hey, listen, Amazon has this thing right now. Amazon has it on sale for $30.58. I'm going to buy another one, okay? These things mm-hmm. just, uh, they work. And if you're looking to be a uh, cable cutter or you're just wanting an easy way to get things from your phone, tablet, or Chrome browser to a television set, uh, it's hard to beat a Google Chromecast. And that's going to be my hardware of the week. Hey, guys. So why do you have a, the Fire Stick? Amazon Fire Stick? No, I don't. Would you consider that? So, because you can sideload some <laughs> the reason, apps on there. The reason why I haven't considered the Amazon Fire Stick is uh, I'm too afraid that it's uh, it, it's it's too geared to the Amazon only ecosystem. Hmm. A little bit, but you can, like I said, you can definitely sideload different. Yeah, uh, well, and and listen, I've I've sideloaded plenty of apps, but I don't want I I don't want that to be the norm. I would rather that be the option. Okay. And you know, with the Chromecast, basically, if I can pull it up on my Chromebook, I can cast it to my TV, you know, without a hitch. Hey, guys, we got anything else this week? Anything we no, want to I'll, talk about? I will tell you this. Is, you, know, you know, the Chromecast thing, I found myself uh, sitting in my motel in Indianapolis wishing I had had an extra Chromecast <laughs> and could have brought it with me and just stuck in the back of that big LG TV and uh, done some stuff on it. So that would be a good use case for having an extra one. Yep. Yeah. All right. Hey, gang, really, really quick once more. Hey, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Tech and Coffee One. Our YouTube channel is Tech and Coffee. Google Plus is our favorite social network. Search for Tech and Coffee. Look for that gorgeous TNC coffee cup. Catch our podcast on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and Player FM. Tweet to us using the hash Tech and Coffee. Questions, comments, snide remarks. AJ at techandcoffee.info. Hey, gang. You all have a great week. We'll catch you in seven. Later, gang.